What's going on, everybody? So, uh, another new episode of the Herfcast coming at you with uh, Heather Sobel. Yeah, I left part of the uh, sound check into the in the beginning. I thought that was kind of funny, but anyway, um, as always, check out flatbedcigarcompany.com. Uh, check out the Panacea that he's got a couple of new blends. The Hucklebuck is one of them. Um, but just check out, see what he's got. If you haven't ordered from him yet, use the code HC25, and that'll get you 25% off of your first order. Um, Govi Wi-Fi Hygrometer Thermometer. Uh, Govi has their Wi-Fi Hygrometer, their digital Hygrometer Thermometer out now. And I've been using it. I like it. I enjoy it. Uh, easy to use. Um, and I guess now the, the Wi-Fi has come with a, with a stand instead of just a mount. So now you get a mount and a stand. So check that out on Amazon. Uh, look for it on Amazon and use the code HERF1234. And that is going to get you 20% off until the end of January. Uh, that code runs out January 31st. Um, also, stay tuned in the episode. You will get instructions on how to be entered for two bombs. Heather is going to bomb two random people with a nice cigar package. So make sure you listen for that. Uh, stay tuned. And, you know, I hope you enjoy the show. So. 13,000. How the fuck do you have 13,000 followers on Instagram? <laughs> because I'm me. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just keep babbling. Just like randomly just start talking. Like strippers and titties. Because that's every man's dream job. <laughs> Sit there behind a desk each night. Boss bitches around and see titties jiggle. For free? Yeah. I'm game. <laughs> I think that's I think that's where we'll, where we'll, where we'll start it. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see what kind of crap I get. But. Probably a lot. Hashtag yeah. me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, all right, what's going on, everybody? This is Brian with the Herfcast, and I forgot to ask how to pronounce your last name, but it's Heather Sobel. Sobel. I wasn't sure if it was going to be Sobel or Sobel or. Sobel or, you know. Sobel is usually how a lot of people like to pronounce it, but it's Sobel. Yeah. So Heather works at Karma Cigar Bar in Maryville. Um, She probably will forget more about cigars than I'll ever know. So uh, she's the first female guest on the show. Um, Making history. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. History, if you want to call it that. So, um, So tell... I guess we'll start with cigar background. Cigar background. Well, um, I've been smoking since I was 18. My dad actually introduced me into cigars. I was always the the kid lurking around the adults at the summer parties while they were all smoking, and I just loved the smell of it. And at 18, my dad gave me my first cigar. I thought he you know, was trying to give it to me to deter me from it, and it completely backfired on him, but it backfired in the best way possible because now he can just come to my house and raid my my humidor. Yeah. All right. So, what what kind of what kind of humidor do you have at home? I have a walk-in. A walk-in. Yeah. That's pretty serious. It's about the size of Karma's walk-in. Really. Yeah. So. All right. So. 
About how many cigars would you say that you have? Last time I counted, it was about 8,500. 8,500. Yeah. So. 8,500 cigars. Now, I remember you making the comment before about... So you're... I, I was trying to think of a good good name for you at karma because you're not a bartender you're, you're i'm more, actually technically like, like their a gm like a cigar tender or um, but yeah but yeah, uh, yeah yeah definitely i i knew you were management but i wasn't sure cigar boss yeah we'll just put it that yeah. way cigar Hashtag boss cigar boss <laughs> um so you get a lot of uh a lot of guys are just like oh well, what what the hell is she gonna know about cigars all the time and i yeah. dick them down right away yeah so never assume yeah because when you assume you make an ass out of yourself i mean i mm-hmm. have i have guys that completely walk in there and they're like you're a female what do you know yeah. well, what do you know dude and yeah. then we'll talk about what i know and yeah. then i kind of demasculate them a little bit and <laughs> rightfully so yeah and then they're like oh i i didn't know and i'm like you're an idiot but all right yeah all right so i picked them up but you picked them out so yep. I'll let you go ahead and give us the rundown on our cigar tonight. So this tat, it's probably right up there with the J21. That's my favorite tat to smoke. No. We didn't have any at Karma, so went with the next best one. Um, I'm a huge Tatway fan. Everyone knows I'm a Pete Johnson fangirl. No. Who doesn't know that? That knows me. Um, so to me, this cigar is more of a medium body, but I smoke a lot. So no. your average smoker, it's probably going to be more of a medium full. Um, I pull a lot of leather notes right in the beginning, and then a lot of leather and then white pepper, I want to say, on the initial light up. No. Um, I'm not going to sit there and say, I pull Funfetti cake. Yeah. I can't do that. Well, that's that's always my favorite is the uh, the fruit stripe gum and, you know, oh, this is, this is more of a Tahitian vanilla instead of a Madagascar vanilla. I really yeah. think I'm going to start doing cigar reviews and be like, this tastes like stripper's ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm, I guess I have to ask now, do you know what that tastes like? I mean, with your, uh, <laughs> I, I just found out that you work at a strip club, so. Um, yeah, well, okay, let's clarify this. <laughs> I don't dance at the strip club. Um, I actually just manage the girls in the back room. Yeah. So. That's pretty nice looking at boobs all night. Um, <laughs> when I'm not at Karma. Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds That's bad. just a different kind of boob at Karma. It's man boobs. Well, or man my boobs own. are just guys acting like boobs. No, a lot of them come in pretty heavy set chested, man. I mean, Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to knock that. I mean, it's not like I'm the most physically fit. Neither am I, so. but that's okay. I can just stare at my own, and then we're good. <laughs> so. so, but it's going to, like, probably want to say at the halfway point, you're going to start picking up, like, the leather will be, like, more in the background. Cedar will start to pop through. It's going to transition more into a black pepper versus that white pepper, which is a little lighter. Now, see, I'm not at that stage. So you like, don't pick up on all that yet? Yeah, that's, I mean, my palate's still pretty, I'm not going to say bland, but it's definitely not the most uh, pretty fresh yeah yeah that's i mean you know i get i get some flavors here and there but mm-hmm. you know i i joke about the unicorn palette you yeah know, but i mean really uh you know the basic flavors i've got um when when you're distinguishing black pepper to white pepper to red pepper mm-hmm. to you know that's that's where it gets uh 
kind of gray for me. I think you know. when um, and I'm o- I'm okay admitting that you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm pretty domesticated, so like I cook. Th- this all ties into it. Yeah. I cook. I have a lot of spices at home, so I think like when you when you cook and you are experimenting with these different spices that's when you're like holy crap like i'm picking up that white pepper instead of that black pepper and yeah oh it's super spicy that's going to be that red pepper popping through well yeah that's i mean i i know because i cook a lot as well uh you know black pepper and cayenne and whatnot you know yeah i i know the flavors but mm-hmm. like the i don't think i've ever cooked with white pepper at all it, it's um, pretty mild no pretty mild so. I would use that on like a raw steak if I'm no. just eating it like 10 seconds on each side. And then you're yeah. good. Just adds a little bit. Perfect. All right. So you've got the Weller Special Reserve, and I'm trying out something new for, for me. Um, I was told that I need to try out rum, so I picked up a bottle of the Ron Zacapa. So I'm trying that out. So far, so good. Um, so let's get more into your cigar history because uh through quick conversation before because we haven't really talked that much i mean we see each other no, at the shop I'm so busy <laughs> yeah um i know that uh the one night that i did the episode with deer in there uh we talked for a little bit after the fact yeah uh but so you've done you've done a lot in the cigar world yeah i mean i'm not a legend yet no keyword yet <laughs> um but I've been in the industry, this is my fifth year. Um, so after, you know, my dad obviously introduced me to cigars, I actually went to school to become a medical examiner. And then I actually switched and came back home and went back. And now I have a degree in surgical dental. So I was a uh, implant specialist. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> How I went from dental to tobacco is kind of weird, but it just, it happened. Um so I was sitting in a cigar lounge one night. Um, it was actually one <clears throat> in Cherville, Indiana, 1101. Yeah. Um, so that was my home shop for quite a long time. And I was just smoking by myself because I'm a loner. I go to a bar alone. I smoke alone if, you know, the rare occasion now that I actually go to a lounge. Um, and a gentleman sat next to me. And he started talking to me and I'm like, Please don't hit on me. Like, I don't want to deal with this shit. I just want to smoke my cigar. I'm like, I don't want your number. You know, just stuff like that. Like, right off the bat, like, this is just the crap that's running in my head. Yeah. And he just started talking to me. And, you know, I started to just describe the cigar to him. Because it was like a legit conversation. It wasn't like, hey, you have nice tits. Let's talk. Like, (laughs) it wasn't anything like that. And, you know, we, we, like, talked for, like, two hours, smoking the cigar, and exchange phone numbers, exchange like social media, and lo and behold, I'm talking to the brand owner of the cigar that I'm smoking, and he's like, "I want you to, I want you to come work with me." No. So I was about to actually go back to school to become an oral maxillofacial surgeon, <laughs> and a lot of people don't know that I'm a nerd. I'm, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm a nerd, like through and through. Like I could tell you. The the most like oddball crap but um yeah i mean like that's actually how i started off in the industry on the distribution side of it not on the retail side 
And then after doing that for so long and, you know, the road and traveling and doing shows and having a small baby at the time, it just wasn't very feasible for me. Yeah. And I, I just needed to be a mom. So I started to manage and consult lounges. And I was the manager of Havana Joe's in Mount Prospect for a very, very long time. And they're not there anymore, which is fine. You know, I left yeah. there. Um, six months after I left, they shut down. And uh, So did you kind of see it coming in that way and that's why you left or was it um it was just a disagreement between me and the management like there's a difference when someone who actually knows business but knows the cigar business because like you can know business like you can run amazon but it doesn't mean you know how to run a cigar lounge yeah it's totally a different entity um when hobbyists they were hobbyists and you know they're the great guys i love them you know i'm not knocking them they tried um you know, when you don't want to listen and, you know, just kind of like take in what I'm trying to tell you, like stuff is about to, you know, it, it's going to go downward at that point. Yeah. And literally once I left, um, Darren opened me with open arms at Karma, like right off the bat, you know, instead of driving, you know, 90 minutes to work and then 90 mile or 90 minutes back, you know, I'm now driving 10 yeah, and I'm local, and it's it's nice because I'm s- supporting a small local business now. Yeah, and that's that's what I love. So just you know, growing karma, and you know that that's my home now. I, yeah, you see me. I'm I live there. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I pretty much split my time between eleven oh one and karma. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I I spend most of it here. Yeah, you know, it's your home base. Um, but that's. I mean, I've got a nice setup here that i don't have to worry about driving anywhere after i've had a few (laughs) yeah so um but yeah between 1101 and karma (coughs) excuse me um that's that's pretty much i every once in a great while i'll head down to golden leaf you know what i haven't been to golden leaf no i haven't which is kind of weird because you can pretty much say any cigar lounge in the united states like oh i've been there or, or yeah i know someone that works there but i you know i have never been to golden leaf both of them they have two locations right yeah uh hobart, hobart and then and michigan, michigan city, city. Yeah. yeah so what brand was it that you started off with or is that something that it's luge no him and i have a great relationship no. still um I, the owner of the company is a great guy luge um, I call him Papa Luge, or some of you might know the brand is L-U-J, because who knows how to say that as Luge all yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, we have a great relationship. We still talk. You know, he, he still treats me like his daughter. His daughter and I actually st- have the same birthday. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. So, like, every year <laughs> on my birthday, even though I don't work for him anymore, he's still like, happy birthday, daughter. Like, that's still, like, I pretty much owe to where I'm at now to him. Yeah. Because he gave me that opportunity not knowing what I was capable of. And that's really all it takes is just someone to give you an opportunity to see where you go from there. You either make it or you break it. Yeah. But an opportunity is an opportunity. It's all about how you how you take it. How you handle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you work with it. So. Yep. So, um, let's see, out of the 8,500... That you have at home, what what do you have the most of? Um, right now, I have a lot of boutiques. Yeah, a lot of boutique cigars. So 
I'm a boutique whore. No. I'm like self-proclaimed like boutique whore through and through. I tend to favor the boutique companies. Um, I'm going to stipulate like there's boutique and then there's ultra boutique. Yeah. You know, Tatoe is, is boutique, but Luge is ultra boutique because you can find Tatoe in a ton of stores. Nope. But you can't find Luge in a ton of stores. Yeah. You know, or Ohana or, you know, some of the other brands. Um, you know, like MLB, Mike Bellity. Have you ever had an MLB cigar? I don't think so. I'll get you some. Mike Bellity is a pretty cool guy, but him and I fight. He's a little, he's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Rich fuck. Um, I'll introduce you to them. Are you in um, the Underground Cigar Lounge at all? Like on Facebook? No. So they're a cool little shop out of Dallas-Fort Worth. And I go down there every, almost, this will be my fourth year down there. They put yeah. on a little um, cigar fest. This year it's NFG, no fucks given. No. Um, and we are just, you know, it, it's a family down there. Like, I can walk in that lounge and they're going to be like, Heather! You know, like, yeah. it, it's it's pretty cool. And they only carry boutique cigars, except for Oliva. They do carry Oliva just because, like, they love the rep, and the the rep was a rep for another company, and they went to Oliva, so they decided to carry Oliva. Yeah. But I won't knock Don Wiggins for that today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing against Oliva. I just like to give Don shit. Um, so I would say I have a lot of boutiques, but if I'm talking, like, more like the bigger companies, I would say Tataway is a pretty big company. Yeah. Um, I have a ton of Tataway. I have a ton of Drew Estate. Um, gosh, a lot of else? acids, I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> no. No, I'm not very... I'm not really a fan of altered cigars. Yeah. No, um, neither am I. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I ran my other shop up in Mount Prospect, you know, the, the reps would give me stuff to try and I would smoke them out of... Kindness. Out of kindness. And, you know, I, I had to cater to my customer base. You yeah. know, like, oh, would a female really like this bourbon grape cigar? Or like, You know what I mean? Then I kind of had to just put it's my like my feels aside. One step up from a white owl. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you can't cut that up and make that into a blunt. So. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> you know, had, had to throw that in there because, you know, the... You know, you're a woman, so you must obviously like the infused cigars. Oh, yeah, so. totally, totally. <laughs> if they're infused with alcohol, great. That's awesome. Um, and by infused with alcohol, I mean me smoking a cigar and then sipping yeah. on the alcohol. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've been at Karma for how long? Over a year now. Yeah. Over a year. So, um, so that's one thing about splitting my time between two shop two shops you know mm-hmm. um get a lot of jabs yeah oh yeah and talk so, shit all day every day yeah which which i don't really understand I, I i think that if uh you know every shop helps each other out it's a better it's a better scenario as they should yeah as they should because at the end of the day you know the cigar community is so big but it's so small um we're family we're family of the leaf and there's friendly fire and then there's just you being a competitive asshole and that's what will get you in trouble in the long run i mean no don't get me wrong am i a competitive asshole yes um because you got to be competitive in this world but are you doing it the right way or are you yeah i would say you know what like an asshole 
Yeah. It, it depends on who you talk to. I mean, yeah. you know, some people will be like, well, Heather's just a bitch. Well, no, I am. But I'm honest. And yeah. people don't like honesty. Um, you know, I will never go and talk shit about another shop. It's not my place to, to do that. Um, and I really don't understand why shops do that. Because at the end of the day, different well, shops attract different people. I mean, I could say, like, I, I honestly don't hear much from the employee side no because if an employee if, if one of my employees was to talk shit about another shop and i heard about it i'd be like why are you here like yeah. you're not gonna dick down my name because you want to sit there and talk shit like you got to keep your mouth shut yeah customer base is different i can't control my customer base yeah exactly so but yeah i don't know i, I just never really understood why why there was such uh this animosity from from one end and because everyone wants to swing their dick i mean <laughs> like that, that that's really what it is it's it's you know who can be bigger and better and instead of you know let's just help each other because i know like i know like a lot of shops you know you have your core lines yeah. your general your altitude lines you know that's that's pretty much at every shop but then different lounges have different things to offer like i know when <clears throat> I was at Havana Joe's. I did carry a lot of boutique cigars just because I knew I was the only shop that did that. Yeah. So that made me, you know, separate from the other shops. But if I didn't have something, I'd be like, hey, you know what? Go to Arlington Pipe and Tobacco in Arlington Heights. And you know what? I know that they have this. So it's a recommendation thing. Like, if I can't help you, I'm going to have someone else help you to accommodate you. Yeah. And you know what? Because I did that. Maybe in the future, you'll do that for me. Like that, that's really how it should be. Yeah. That's uh, as cheesy as it sounds, but what is it? Miracle on 34th street where. I don't know. I've never seen that movie. That's, uh, you know, Santa. I'm a starts baby. Recommending, oh yeah. <laughs> starts recommending the other store. And the, at first the store gets pissed, but then they realize that everyone's saying good things about that store and coming back. Yep. So I'll 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 be the asshole and ask how old are you? I just turned twenty seven. Wow! Just turned twenty seven. So yep. I'm I'm still a baby, but yeah. A lot of people they're like, oh, you're like what thirty five, forty, and I'm like, <laughs> like fuck you. I'm like I'm like do I do I do I look like it? And they're like, no. I'm like okay, well then we're fine. Yeah, then we're fine. Yeah. I'll be I'll be happy with that as long as I don't look at but i've seen some pretty hot 40 year olds so i'm not gonna complain yeah so uh outside of cigars uh what do you what what do you like to do uh how old do you have one kid i have one daughter one daughter one daughter how old she will be seven on february 17th yeah 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 one and done no more yeah (laughs) yep so outside of cigars um i would say Working out and going shooting. Guns. Guns are probably one of my really, really big hobbies. Yeah. Um, you know, aside from all that, tattoos. I love tattoos. I uh, got, what, six in the last four months? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a problem. <laughs> Where do you get them done at? Um, I go all the way up to Woodstock, Illinois. So I grew up in Crystal Lake, which it's a town over from where I grew up. Um, Eric Berger's been doing my tattoos since I was 20. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love his work. He's a great guy. You know, he 
loves the fact that I don't even talk while I get tattooed yeah. unless he actually asks me if I'm okay. And I, I, I don't mind driving, you know, 110 miles to go get all yeah, my work done. Uh, I guess the, the tattoo business, it's once you, once you find somebody that you like and does good work, like that's pretty that's much it. where you're going to, where you're going to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I've had three different people tattoo on me. Uh, I haven't gotten anything in probably <coughs> close to 15 years now, which mm-hmm. sucks because I really want more. Um, but I think the last, the last four or five that I got done were, were by the same guy. Um, you know, just once you, once you find, uh, what you like, that's what you're going to stick with. So. Yep. I mean, like I've done pretty much all my calves myself, but aside from that, Eric's done everything like knee up. Aside from, like, the piece on my back. Yeah. So everything else he's done. So you're an artist as well then, or? Yeah. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm <clears throat> Aside from, like, you know, I love art. I really haven't done much with any of my art um, since my daughter was born seven years ago. But I'm super big into art. I love to paint. I love to draw. And I'm a really big nerd. Yeah. So pretty big nerd, actually, when it comes to, like, human anatomy and yeah science <laughs> i i was for for a little while like when i went to because uh, i was an emt for a while um and you know one of the one of the worst chapters in emt school was was anatomy yep but just fascinating oh yeah just fascinating and that's i'm i'm pissed because i still haven't made it to like the body works exhibit exhibit when really? it's been in town and that's oh. like one of the things that i want to see the most you know it's just, great just seeing all the plasticized human bodies yeah yeah and and like i think like that's what a lot of people are like afraid of because they're like well they're real human yeah they're real human so are you they're just not Mm -hmm. breathing anymore i went to bodies in uh vegas one year when i was how old was i first time in vegas i was 18 so i was 18 when i went and that exhibit was so huge it was in the luxor if i remember right and they had like horses and like different animals yeah. too, and it was it was so cool. They had a woman, and I know a lot of people probably find that disturbing, but they had a woman that like had a baby in there, and, and yeah. I mean it was just it was cool because it gives you an actual look of what it is. Yeah, and that's you know I, I don't know if it's morbid or not, but I mean just curiosity in general. Like I I, I love learning about shit like that, yeah. and the fact that I still haven't been able to go actually see it. To like see it up close and personal like that, like pisses yep. me off. Um, but I'll I'll get there. I I don't know. I think uh, if it comes around Chicago again, then I'll definitely make it a point to to Do get it. out there I and mean, see it. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, when I was at um, UCSD for, to become a medical examiner, you know, just like holding a human brain, you're just like, yeah, holy crap! Like this is like everything that life is i mean aside from your heart but like oh yeah this is what makes you you and like you're holding it in your hand and you're like holy cow yeah. you know that probably sounds like really fucked up to our, our listeners it, but it, it, it is what it is you know? at least it wasn't you know like some creepy hey i killed this person i'm holding yeah. their brain yeah well that's you know a, a buddy of mine's in med school and um you know like he was telling me about when he had to decapitate a body you yeah know? I, I forget the technical term for it you know the the medical term for yeah the separation of the head from body uh you know because they're 
other than decapitation, there's another term. But he was telling, he's like, yeah, it's it. It wasn't bad. It was weird. He's like, it was kind of creepy. But he's, yep. like, I, he's like, the worst part was that, you know, it the was, noise. It, no, it was uh, like getting like severing the last bit was was hard to do. Like it was it was difficult to get done. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that was that was the worst part about it. He's like, most of it came off pretty clean, but that last part, you know, is a doozy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ask him if he's ever drawn ocular fluid before. Oh. That's usually where a lot of people pass out yeah. when they're drawing the ocular fluid. No. Do you know what that is? Uh, eye? Yeah, like yeah. You literally have to hold the eye open because the muscles aren't there. No. You have to just take this, like what is it? I think it's like a 12 gauge or a 10 gauge needle. So, mm. you know, it's pretty yeah. thick and you yeah. just draw out of it. And a lot of people are just like, we're done. Does, <laughs> we can't does, the, do eye, this. does the eye deflate? Um. <clears throat> It, <laughs> is this a cigar podcast now? Or oh, well, that's um, it's, it's whatever conversation it, it, happens um, around the cigars. It really just depends on the state of decomp, no. really. Like, if it's if the body's preserved, you know, nine out of ten times, it'll still be in good shape, depending on when that body was embalmed. But most of the time, yeah, it does deflate a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's just so kind now, of a bouncy organ. Is there, what's the benefit to taking the ocular fluid the ocular fluid will tell you a lot about a person oh yeah Mm -hmm. different enzymes um different things that are going on in the body i mean you can obviously only take that when the person is deceased yeah so that's that's great i would i would never thought that oh yeah i could tell you like that much information in your eye oh yeah it's pretty cool yeah a lot of people don't know that but yeah it could it'll tell me like all the drugs that have been in your system over the past if i remember correctly like two years wow Mm mm-hmm that's crazy. Yep. So, so all kinds of shit. Dental, examiner. Yeah, I mean, it was examiner, and then like I just decided just to go to dental, and then cigars. Yeah. <laughs> and then modeling, and then still cigars. So. So what's going on with that? Uh, you just did a cover. Yeah. So I was just on the cover of Night Owl magazine. So what is Night Owl magazine? Night Owl is actually owned by Crystal McBooty, who's another model. I know. <laughs> she has such a nice ass. Like, it's so, like, I wish I had an ass like that. It's gorgeous. Um, so it's owned by her and her husband, and they want to bring back the old style of Playboy. When Playboy first came, you just ashed oh, all over. That's fine. I'm a paranoid asher. So. I'm, I'm very loose with my ashes. Uh, some girls are like that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, so they want to bring back the old style of Playboy. And no, I'm not nude in the magazine. Let's clear that up. Yeah. Um, I don't do nude modeling. No. Um, I always have to clear it up because people are always going to assume. So... It's it's a really classy magazine, you know. It, it brings back like you know the the questions and the articles, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I should have brought the, I could have showed you it. I have a copy of it at home. No, yeah. so that's my second time in that magazine and my first cover with them. And I think in the past two and a half years, I've been modeling. That's like my tenth cover. No, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, I mean, I, I never would have known that until, I mean, you know, we became Facebook friends and you just posted about the, the Night Owl one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, I, I guess that's one thing that's that's cool about you is how many times we've seen each other at the shop and how 
long I've sat at the shop and you've been busy and whatnot, but I've never heard you bring up anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you're 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 pretty much strictly business when you're at the shop, and that's unless I'm talking you know, shit. Well, yeah. to my customers, yeah, which I love. But, <laughs> and even then, it's probably cigar related. So most of the time, yeah, yeah, ten percent of the time. <laughs> so, um, I'll, I'll throw you on the spot a little bit. Uh, what's it like working for Deeren? Um, it's nice. I mean, it, it, it's nice. Like I don't have an issue. Um, he just kind of lets me roll with it. Yeah. Um, and you know, he trusts me cause he knows, he knows I know my shit. So, you know, if, if someone needed a cigar, all right, I could help them, you know, which it, that's a really big issue. Like in the cigar, you know, retail side, like you have to find employees that either know their shit or they are trainable because if they're not trainable and they're just there for the money, you don't really need the people like yeah. that. And that's really in any business. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I hired a kid named Alex and he's my right hand man there. And you know, I have Kayla too. And Kayla's, Kayla's Mike, she's my little baby bear. She calls me mama bear. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've taught Alex so much and you know, we'll go, Alex and I will like, you know, we hang out like we're friends and oh, we're which cool. One, which one is Alex? Alex is like the tall kid with like the beard yeah a little yeah yeah so well you know we'll go out to a bar and you know like we're cool like i'm not like one of those party bosses but like you know he'll be smoking a cigar and i'll be smoking a cigar and they'll you know they'll talk to alex because they're never going to approach me and because what do i know i'm a female no and alex is like no like that's my boss like she taught me everything (laughs) like go talk to her i don't know Mm -hmm. and they're like that's your boss like she taught you all that yeah, like that's my boss. Like everything I know is because of her. Yeah. So I'm like, my homeboy right there. My homie. So was he a cigar smoker before <laughs> he started or no? Um, yes and no. Because I've only I've only talked to him like once or twice maybe. Because mm-hmm. again, like whenever I'm there and he's there, it's usually pretty busy. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. He was, but he wasn't as knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the first time. He was there. He was there with his dad, and he was there with Bobby Hall. With the Bobby Hall? The Bobby Hall. Wow. Yeah. Um, And they were there, and, like, you know, they were all smoking, and, like, I don't think that they realized what they got themselves into when they were like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, like, what do you know? (laughs) I'm like, let me spit my fire. (laughs) And, um, you know, we just kind of all hit it off. You know, his, his family's great, and Alex approached me for a job, and I... You know, I had. Uh, were you there when Faith was there? Uh, I think so. Yeah, the little blonde. Um. Yeah, I. Th- yeah. I think I, I remember her introducing herself once. Yeah. But I really don't remember anything else about her. Like so. two days prior to Alex walking in, she told me she was pregnant, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, baby, I can't have you here anymore." Like. Yeah. I'm like, I don't. You know, I'm like. Like, if you want to stay for, you know, your two weeks, stay for your two weeks. and Did she come back afterwards? No, she actually will have her baby in February. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, Alex, like, literally, it was like God ascended on me and was like, yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, like, let's do this. And now Alex is my right-hand man. Like, I have no issues with that kid. He's so teachable and coachable and... He just absorbs everything I tell him. And it's awesome. great. And it's yeah. great because he's like, Heather, like, you know, he's helping a customer. He has no problem being like, you know what? I'm not sure. Let, let's go get Heather. Yeah. And then I come in and got to like talk them through everything. And yeah. It's great. 
So, yeah, that's, you know, I, I, I bring up working for Darren because, I mean, I, I know Darren just from being a patron and, um, you know, going back to, you know, what we said earlier about people talking shit and whatnot. But, like, I've, he's never done me wrong. He's always treated me well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen the the bad side, you know. Yeah, that and that's perception, I, with, though. Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, you know, that's, I, I, I'm always, I, I always want to hear what other people have to yeah i mean it's it's always going to be perception because there's people that have that are going to tell you you know heather's done me wrong i've done you wrong why because you sent me a dick pic and i turned you down told you your (laughs) dick was little and ugly like oh so that makes me a horrible person now you know and it's all on perception and how you take stuff really i mean you have to like some like me you gotta take me with a grain of salt yeah because if i like if i'm not giving you shit like if i'm not talking shit to you it means i don't like you yeah unless i don't know you right away because if i don't know you right away i can't give you shit right away and offend you you know yeah but like if if i don't if i'm not fucking with you it means i don't like you yeah plain and simple well that's um what one night uh was this when the uh las calaveras Miguel. 18 came out. Yeah. Um, Miguel's the rep, one of the... No, yeah, that's, he's, he's been here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the first time I tried that, and, like, it's after... Like the I, 18, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... What size was it? Uh, it was the big one, so... Was it, was it the Toro? I think the Toro was the... No, it wasn't a Toro. That was the biggest size. I don't... Um, I don't remember, but it was funny because it's like, uh, you know, that one, it, it, it didn't really do it for me, which I've had a couple since then mm-hmm. and it's still not my favorite LC, you know, but, um, I, I just remember I, I told you, it's like, yeah, that one didn't really, she's like, well, that's what you get for smoking that size, dumbass, you know, that's which, yeah, I pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't argue. No, you, you know? can't. I mean, like that's the biggest misconception in this industry, like not on the um, distribution side, but on the retail side, like these customers, like I'm there to educate you, right? So when I see you smoking a seven by seventy, <laughs> and the first thing you ask me, oh, I bet you like that in your mouth. No, baby, you're the only one putting your dick in your mouth. Like yeah. I'm good. Um, they don't understand that, like, they think it's a bargain smoke, and it's not. So, like, your Churchills that are seven inches, and then and then you have that other cigar. I'm not going to name any company names because I don't want to get sued. Um, <laughs> not today. Um, you know, you have that, that 770. It's it's still seven inches long, no. which beats most guys. But, <laughs> um, you know, it's they don't understand. Like, yeah, just because it's a 70 gauge versus that Churchill was... What, like a 54 yeah. 54 you know, depending on the company um they don't understand it's like the same smoke time there might be a five to ten minute difference yeah but like the churchill's gonna taste so much better it's gonna yeah exactly because they don't understand that with a churchill you're smoking more of the wrapper which yeah. is where all the flavor is yep. and it's the most expensive part of this cigar versus the binder and the filler in the other cigar that you think like oh well you know uh this cigar is really fat and long, so I'm going to smoke it for like six hours. And yeah. It's a bargain. Well, that's, I mean, I was talking, I, I've talked about it a few times, but, you know, I think a lot of a lot of people, when they get into smoking cigars, bigger is better. And then after... For some after, things. After you get into the, the hobby more, 
you realize you start to calm down yeah yeah and it's like oh you know what this this does taste better in, in a smaller vitola mm-hmm. you know but i you know it almost seems like a nat- natural progression with a lot of a lot of people when they start smoking cigars is they'll start off with with the big cigars and then they'll gradually go small yeah i mean like if i could smoke a lancero yeah, I'm going to smoke a Lancero. Yeah. I Northwest Indiana, I've noticed, like does not have a huge Lancero demographic. No, and you know what? That's the really cool thing about like shops. So my shop, it was a lot of 660 smokers. The one at um, Mount Prospect, Havana mm-hmm. Joe's, it was a lot of 660 smokers, and then a lot of Lancero smokers. So it was like a really weird mixed demographic. But then you could go to another shop and. They only want to smoke like robustos. Yeah. So it's like, and there's only like a you know a six mile difference between the shop, and I just think like that's the weirdest but yeah. most cool aspect of it. You're like the demographic to demographic, it's so different, and same thing goes with like atmospheres and shops. Like each shop has a different atmosphere and like what you'll pull from it. Yeah. You know, I know like when um, I go into a shop and. If the shop doesn't know me very well or it's like a newer shop and like let's just say I'm in like Florida or whatever yeah. and they don't know who I am because I don't really expect people. I think it's kind of weird when people recognize me. <laughs> um, I'm humble. Like it's weird. Like I'm humble but I let motherfuckers know. Um, it, it's just like if I walk in a shop and they're like, well, oh, do you need help? No, I'm okay. Oh, are you sure? Like do you really know what you want? Like... <laughs> Like, I look at them, I'm like, how long have you been here? And they're like, oh, six months. I'm like, child, sit down. Just sit. <laughs> like, I'm like, I know my shit. Let me teach you. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, and, it, you know, then right then and there, like, that first impression, like, I'm going to get the feel, like, I'm not going to sit at this shop. Like, you already dicked me down. Yeah. Like, I'm good. Yeah. You know, and there's other shops that are like, oh, like, hey, you know, you need help. I always expect an employee to ask, like, do you need help? Of course. You know, no, I'm okay. You know, I find my stuff and like they're talking to me and like they treat me like I'm family or like I'm a man and I know my shit. No. Then I'm like, yeah, like this is cool. Like I, I can do this. Like I can sit here and I can relax and it's great. Like it, it's amazing like how each shop has its own feel. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. And that's, you know, kind of the same thing with the with the Vitolas is, um, you know, this shop could sell six or seven boxes of x cigar in a day Mm -hmm. and the shop three blocks down can't sell a single one yeah you know it's it it, it's funny how that works but it's kind of crazy how that works like it's 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 weird yeah but it's not weird at the same i don't know it's hard to describe like it's it's different it's it's hard to plan for yeah (laughs) yeah that's That's, you you have to like like when you want to open a shop like you have to get a feel for your customer base like when you first open a shop, like a lot of trial and error because you have to figure out your customer base, you know, the Vitolas, the blends, like is, are we more prominent Madura Oscuro smokers or are we more like Habana Connecticut and that's, or natural, got to throw natural in there. You know, it, it's, when you first open a shop, like that's, that's where it's at. Your, your trial and error within the first oh, yeah. year to figure out your customer base, your customers are your key to success when you open a shop. Really, to any shop, like your customers are your key. Oh, yeah. Because you can't dictate, I'm only buying Lanceros and I'm going to make my people smoke Lanceros. Yeah. Like, that's not really how that They're works. They're just not going to come back. No, they won't. They won't. Like, and you can't carry, you know, if your customer base is 660, you know, uh, Gordo, Gigante, however you want to say it, tomato, tomato, um, you know, you can't carry a, a Gordo and 
every cigar. It's just, it's not feasible. No. It's not even cost effective. So you, you just really have to like be like, well, I know my customer base X really just likes 660s in these brands. No. So I'm going to carry these brands in that size. But I know my more sophisticated smokers like, you know, Toros or Robustos, you know, or Lanceros in these size. Well, I'm going to go here. So got to play so with it. Do you have a, a preferred size or is it all depending on what cigar it is? Um, I do prefer a Petit Corona and Lanceros. I feel like I get more flavor off of those. But like you said, it, it, it depends on the blend on what, on the Vitola that I'll like with that blend. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're going to get more flavor out of a Lancero, but if I'm smoking a Toro and I'm pulling a lot of flavor from company X, I'm happy. Like, you know, I don't, I'm not going to be like, screw Lanceros. I'm done with you. Like it's, it's company to company. Like I, I try to explain cigars like I explain wine to people. Like, yeah. you know, depending on where the grapes are grown, you know, the region in which they're grown and how long that wine has been aging. Like, you're going to pull different stuff from it. Same thing with tobacco. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, it's crazy to me, I guess. Yeah, and that's, you know, that, that comes into play with, with, the, with the non-cigar smoker that asks you if you have any Cubans, you know. That's that's like extreme eye roll for me right yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, you need help? No, but you know what? I smoke a lot of Cubans. Well, I had so I, when when I started at the mill, I had, uh, you know this guy said the magic word. Uh, he he said cigars in front of me, so I was oh, like, oh, like, like oh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, so what? What do you? Oh, I only smoke Cubans. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> he and he he gave me like the weirdest look. I was like. But there's there's a lot of good shit out there. He's like, oh man, there's nothing like a, a good Cuban cigar and a glass of scotch. I said, yeah, I guess. And uh, he's like, well, I got a I got a friend of mine who's in special ops, and he's he's all around the world, so he brings me back Cubans every now and then. It's like, oh, my bullshit detector is just it's gone it, off yeah, the fucking yeah, charts. Yeah, if you if you know? the audience just saw my hand gesture, yeah, the the, the jank and it. yeah, it's. Like, that's my biggest, like, red flag. Like, when I know, like, the first thing you throw at me is, oh, Cubans. Like, yeah. listen, like, there's nothing wrong with Cubans. Like, no. They're fucking overrated. They are. And I don't, I don't care. Like, there's, still, there's still a couple that are, uh, That you are know, good. That are, I mean, that don't, are, don't get me wrong. There's still a couple that are good. But, you know, you, you, supply and demand. Yeah. Right? And then, so you have your supply, which is like down here at my knee, just so our, our <laughs> listeners get a, a visual. You have your, you know, your supply that's at my knee, your demand that's at the top of my head, yeah. and in between you have your counterfeit. Yeah. And like people don't understand, like if you don't know your shit, you're going to get a counterfeit. I mean, do I know my Cubans? Yeah. Am I an expert? Fuck no. No. Fuck no. I have my experts, you know. Um, are you familiar with Cigar Cartel? Uh, a little bit. So, Cigar Cartel is probably one of the biggest cigar groups on social media. No. Um, been a member for a very, very long time. I'm C2 Queen, A. <laughs> I don't run it, but that's just, that's what I go by. Um, you know, they have Jason, who's their Cuban landlord. <laughs> and Jason can literally, and he's not even in the industry. I think he's a lineman. He can literally <laughs> sit there and tell you 
everything about Cuban. So I'm like, you know what, Jason? I'm not really familiar with this shit. Yeah. Here's a picture. Here's this. Here's that. What do you think? Fake or real? And he'll be like, that's fake. Or, yeah. you know what? That's real. Well, it's, I'm no expert, but, you know, it doesn't really take a genius to tell on most of them. You know, I'm also no, but there's there's some pretty good yeah. there's some pretty good counterfeits out there. Yeah. But you know, when a guy like literally just walks into my shop and he's just like, "Yeah, I smoke Cubans," yeah. and you know, I only smoke Cubans, and my buddy gets them for me because he's in the military. <laughs> Man, you're so full of shit. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up because you're probably getting some backwards bullshit yep. with a band put on it. Like, please, like. Sit down, child. It's Let a, me teach you. A friend of mine had one of his buddies from work, like, ended up bringing him back some uh, some cohebs. Was uh, it in a glass case? No. No, oh. it, no, they were in a Ziploc bag. Oh. Um, but it was it was funny because he handed them to me. He's like, yeah, what do you think? And I looked at it, and like I said, they were cohebs. The, the band was actually wrapped around the A. I said, they're fake as shit. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's kind of what I figured. But like I mean, and once you looked at it, you know the the squares run even, and mm-hmm. you know it was just was complete it embossed bullshit. with like the little like fingerprint actually on t- no no no. But it was uh, like it, it was it wasn't the hologram band or anything. But so I mean, we had fun with it. Like you know, I ended up uh, dissecting a couple and just looking at it, and it's just it's to make sure there's no feather like or fucking, hair in it. No lint. Oh, uh, there 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 was lint. Uh, it was it was uh, whatever they swept off the floor. Um, yeah. Yeah, there, there was nothing long Chicken long about it yeah it was it was horrible i mean don't get me wrong there's probably like i mean i've i've smoked like a fake cohiba mm-hmm. and it wasn't horrible like it really wasn't a bad cigar but it yeah. wasn't a cuban yeah so like obviously like that's your first indicator when people are like yeah like cubans like you're so full of shit shut up like that's yeah. all you know yeah but you're like so afraid to literally just admit hey you know what i don't really know what i'm doing can you help me no i'm gonna sit here and talk about cubans and like swing my fucking little dick around like i know shit no like you don't like just ask for help because i'm gonna let you know if your shit's fake or not like i have no problem authenticating it if i can't do it i have someone that will because yeah i've been in the industry for a long time i've been smoking for nine years been in the industry for five but i'm never going to know everything no Never. Like, you know, there's there's some people who are like, oh, well, you don't know this. No, you know what? I don't. I don't. And that's cool because I still know more than you. But I'm, I'll am i learn that. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I've got no problem admitting that I'm, I'm no expert. You yeah. Know? I don't think anyone's an expert, though, because really with everything, like, everything is so, like, every industry, this goes for everything, is so, it changes all the time like you know how we do electricity now versus how we did electricity 50 years ago is completely different oh, yeah same thing with how we farm tobacco well, and age tobacco and blend stuff it's it's all different yeah it's all different you, there's and crossbreeding between plants i now. mean the the options are so plentiful now mm-hmm. that you you literally can have a, a new cigar every time you roll it you know, exactly like master blenders don't even know everything yeah, yeah. i mean it, it that's the great thing and you know going back to like the, the you know the fake the fake cubans and stuff yeah. so i was in the dominican um october of 2017 right before i started at karma and i was there with my buddies and it was like non like tobacco related it was just there to like hey you know what i just left this store and i'm going yeah. to karma i'm going to take a month and i'm going to do what i want so I went to the Dominican for two weeks and 
we were on the beach. Have you ever been to like the Dominican or anywhere? Like, no. Okay, so you have like these these um, islanders. I, correct me if I'm wrong because I, I don't know like the technical term what to call them. Um, you know, they're selling stuff on the beach. <laughs> and they're like, oh, like you want these Cubans, honey? Like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, they're not real. Oh, what do you mean they're not real? Like, what do you know? And I'm like, they're not real. Like, they're not real. And it got so bad to the point where, like, I'm probably going to go to hell for doing this. Where, like, I, like, look to my buddies. I'm like, just pretend like you're deaf. (laughs) Literally, just pretend like you're deaf. And they're like, what if they know sign language? I'm like, what are are the bets that they even know American sign language? And they're like, god damn woman, you're genius. So, sign language is universal. There's American sign language, though. Is there? Yeah, ALS. Yeah, American sign language. Um never knew that yeah there's different just like there's different languages like there's different ways to say stuff in sign language so you know just for our our listeners tonight if you guys ever go and there's beach people and they're haggling you just pretend like you're deaf and just start moving your hands and i'm probably really gonna go to hell for that but it worked yeah it worked no that's um i mean we uh, on a cruise, we we were out, we were at the Cayman Islands for a day, but I, we didn't have any any vendors or anything bugging us. Lucky, and, you know. Well, I mean, we didn't I, we weren't really in in that area to be bugged, I guess. You know. Plus, it was a short time on the island as it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think half of the day was was spent uh, at lunch. You know, uh, we Not did some, we did some snorkeling, we did lunch. And me and my wife walked down uh, the Seven Mile Beach, uh, uh, I don't know, just just for a little while, and then it was time to head back to the boat. That was actually uh, uh, she. That was freshly my fiance at the time because I proposed to her while we were snorkeling. Oh, so yeah, you know, I remember so. when I was proposed to. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, no, yeah, that's I. You know, I went into. What what I'm pretty sure was a reputable shop. Um, I, I just picked up a couple of Siglos and uh, brought one back for me and my dad. Uh, just because, you know, the guy was trying to sell me a box of mm-hmm. uh, Behickey's. And it was like, no. He's like, oh, you could take the bands off. I said, no offense, buddy, but I could get them somewhere else. Yeah. And if, I, if I'm going to buy a box of Behickey's, I want the box and the bands on them. You know, I, I want everything that comes with That's, it. Yeah. I mean, you did know. you run like the serial number? No, no, I I didn't even give him a chance to to get that far. It's like, no, nah, it's you know, Pretty not fair. not worth it to me, you know, to sit there and waste my time and his time leading him on. That, oh, hey, I'm about to make a five hundred dollars sale. Fair enough. Like, no, 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 you're, you're not. not. No, you're not. <laughs> so, what are you getting out of that cigar right now? I'm putting you on the spot. Yes, hey. you are. <laughs> um. Definitely a lot more on the retro. Um, overall, I would say leather, earth. Uh, there's now when you. Say I, I I would say like a little bit of pepper, but I wouldn't say over black or white or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely more pepper on the retro, but now when you say earth, like yeah. or obviously I know, like I have my earth. What it means to me? Yeah. What does it mean to you? That's I've had I've had my face shoved in the ground playing football and whatnot. You know, so I, dirt. Yeah, dirt. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because like when I like say earthy tones, you know, I'm I'm going for like um, oaky, moss, hay. 
you know, your well, if I even put leather it, in that category. Well, I mean, if it's oaky or cedar, you know, then you know I'm going to describe that as wood over over earth, just not so, dirt. Yeah, dirt. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, not not saying that dirt is a bad thing. Like I I enjoy the the earthy flavors. Uh, who doesn't most like of mud the time. in their mouth? What's that? <laughs> who doesn't like mud oh, in yeah, their mouth? Yeah, you know, the summer day. <laughs> yeah, right. Reminds me of dad mowing the lawn. Yeah, <laughs> but. Um, definitely enjoyable. Uh, I like it. This is the first time I've had this one, so it's a good one. I like it with a V cut. Yeah, that's my preference for a lot of my cigars. I just I really like the V cut. I lost my uh, my Zycar V cutter a little you gotta, while ago. You gotta do the Calibri V cut. See, Zycar's got the lifetime warranty. Yeah, that's great. There's a reason why. That's I, I don't know. I've never had any problems with uh, Zycar, but maybe maybe I just haven't put them to the test. I've actually never um, bought a Zycar. Um, I've had them all gifted to no. me. That sounds really bad. But so every Zycar that I've had, like I've had it replaced like four times. No. My Calibri, like my first Calibri V-Cut when they first came out with it, it I still have it. Yeah. And it works perfect. And I think I have like 10 more in every color. <laughs> See what I want to get? I want to get a good pair of scissors. Yeah. They, I mean, Zycar does have, like, the good cigar scissors. Do they? they do. Yeah, and it also has, like, the bleeding tool on it, which is really nice. Yeah. So you, you get, you know, a, it's, it, there's, like, another tool. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's, like, you get all that with it. So that, I mean, that's worth it. But, like, the V-cut, Calibri. Yeah. I mean, it's a deeper V. Well, I'm in the market, so. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you really want, like, a V-cutter and, you know, a straight cut, you might as well just spend the money and get the SV-cutter. Um, that is probably one of my favorite cutters right now. So it's the Calibri SV cutter. So it's a straight and a V cut. No. And it's, it's two cutters in one, you know, one side straight, one side V. I really am not a fan of punch cutters. I hate them. You know, I was, I was on a big punch kick for a little while and I, I very rarely use a punch anymore. So why were you on a punch Okay, uh, like what does the punch do for the, you? I mean, there the the cleanliness of it, uh, just the, the cleanliness the, of the, it, like of the cut, or are we talking about like germ aspect? No, no, of the cut. Okay, just um, you know, nice, nice, clean cut. Mm-hmm. But the the drawback to that is most of the time, you know, I realize now, like most of the time, you're not going to get the best draw out of it. No, you know. you're not. You're concentrating all that smoke through that little yeah. hole. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm funny. Yeah. Um, I have that going for me. Um, <laughs> you, you're concentrating all that smoke through that little hole, and it doesn't play on your palate as well. Because it, it literally, like when you're drawing through that hole, to me, to me, yeah. because it's it's different for everybody. Yeah. Um you know, that, that concentrate of, of smoke is just hitting one, your palate, like just that one area on your palate and you're, you're eventually, what you're going to do is you're going to burn your taste buds, not like actually burn them, Uh, but you're going to burn your taste buds. Kind of like, uh, smoking a pipe. Uh huh. You know, that's, uh, I, you know, I'll smoke a pipe every once in a while, but I don't know, maybe, maybe you get used to it over time where, where you're just used to you know that concentration of smoke hitting that same spot over and over again or maybe but, maybe I'm not smoking it right but with I, a I pipe let's be honest a lot of pipe tobacco has 
added stuff to it, yeah. like cherry yeah. wood and stuff like that. So you're not actually taste. I'm not huge into pipes, so correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I know there's probably actually like, you know, just like true tobacco blends out there, but you know, I want to say 90, 95% of the time it's all altered tobacco. Yeah. So you're not actually tasting the tobacco and the blend for what it is. I mean, when you're smoking a pipe, you know, you're not smoking that binder, that filler or that filler binder wrapper. Yeah. You know, you're smoking just a, a mosh posh of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That That's so. how I look at it. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, like I said, I still, I still do it every once in a while, but it's, it's not very often, but, um, going back to the cutters, uh, the only Calibri cutters that I've ever had were, I, I got them on Seabed real Seabed's cheap. Seabed's the devil. It, that's, in a good we, way. In we, a good way. We, we refer to it as the devil site. It is. Uh, it is. You, devil's lettuce, you know, that's, you, you think you're spending 30 bucks and by the end of the week, you, you know, the charge goes through for 400. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I picked up like five or six, uh, Calibri cutters, the, 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 the man of war, Mm-hmm. Uh, edition. Were they like legit cutters or were they just like their promo cutters? Uh, probably promo cutters. Uh, so they're the which, cheaper cutters? You know, worked well for a while, but then the springs gave out. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like I, I, I got them for like seven bucks a piece. So I can't complain at all. No, no. Um, but, um, you know, like I said, I got like five or six of them, you know, handed a few out for gifts and, you know, just. Um, Why not? Uh, well, not I guess not gifts, but but you know sending sending a fiber and like bombing somebody with, with I a love fiber bombing throw, people throwing a, throwing a cutter in with it mm-hmm. you know just makes you feel a little bit better you know I, I I totally like love bombing people like if I'm totally putting you on the spot right now but like if someone wants to send you like if people want to send you some addresses tonight I'll sit there and I'll pick two people to bomb tonight yeah. totally nope. totally there you go so uh, with that being said. Uh, Brian at theherfcast.com. If you want to send me, if you want to send me a um, address, Brian at theherfcast.com. Heather will pick two random addresses to bomb cigars to. So, way to put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, Brian at theherfcast.com. So I'm sure I'll say that again in the intro and outro and whatnot. Anyway, but so. Earlier you mentioned um, you have over 13,000 followers on Instagram. Just about 13,000. Just about 13,000. 12.8K. Yeah? Yeah. I don't even think I follow you on Instagram. I don't know. You might know. I'm such, I'm an asshole on social media in like the best way possible because I'm real. Yeah. Like I'm real. Like I don't give a fuck. Like if you can't handle me, then... Don't fuck with me. Well, my my Instagram and Twitter games suck. They really? suck so bad. Oh come like, on! Uh, no, it's uh, how uh, my my Facebook page for this sucks too. Cause my my Facebook page for this is basically whatever I post on Instagram that automatically goes to the Facebook. Oh, so you have it all integrated? Yeah. See, I don't integrate everything yeah. because I know like Facebook only allows you five thousand followers, friends, whatever you want to call them. Instagram, you're endless. Um, and once you hit a million, you start, that's when you go through the vetting process of getting verified. Yeah. Um, so I have exclusive content for 
all my different platforms. Now, like Facebook, like God forbid you show side boob, even though it's not nudity. <laughs> Damn, you get dinged. And they're like, nah, bitch, you're taking that down. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is slightly more lenient, but they actually will let skinnier girls get away with everything. And I'm a thick girl. If you guys follow me, you know I'm a thick girl. Like, we don't get away with as much. No. And then Twitter, Twitter's God. No. And we'll just be like, oh, yeah, here, here's your ass. Like, no, <laughs> my ass isn't out there. Um, but maybe slightly. Um, you know, it, different platforms deserve different content. Yeah. Yep. That's. Yeah, it's, I definitely need to get better with uh, with the social media side of things. Mainly so. there. That's Instagram. So 3,700 posts. 12.8 thousand followers and you're following 2,300. I'm selective. Yeah. No, and I mean, how your feed would, your feed's got to be ridiculous with 2,000 followers. You know, following 2,000 people, let alone if you were to follow <laughs> everybody back, can you imagine what your feed would look like with 13,000? Uh, screw that, but with their, the way that their algorithm is, it, um, it's kind of weird because like the more of a following you have, if you don't click like subscribe or something like no. that, like I won't pop up in your feed nearly as much as if I had like 700 followers versus a thousand or a hundred thousand. No. So it, it's kind of weird how their algorithm really is. Now, if you're a verified person, you know, you have that like little check on Insta, you'll pop up in my news feed every time you post yeah but if i don't have that check you have to subscribe to me and make sure that i constantly pop up gotcha yep so um see as far as that goes uh are like everything's public or it it's public right now it's not public right now uh my instagram is not right now it usually is but i kind of put someone on blast yesterday (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she rightfully deserved it. No. And um, I posted her public arrest record. Uh, those that follow me know who I'm talking about. And first of all, it's public knowledge. Second of all, she's done a lot of harm to people that I know. Yeah. And I'm not okay with that, especially when you fuck with my family, which is the cigar people. Um, and people are like sticking up for her, but I'm like, you have a felony charge for child abuse, bitch. Why is anyone sticking up for you? Yeah. You are not the victim right now. Yeah. Like your kid is. Like you, you're a dumb bitch. Yeah. So I kind of just put it on private for right now. I'm not scared. I don't care. You want to come for me? Come for me. I'm not the person to come for. Yeah. But same time, I don't care. So for some reason, that just reminded me. You do. You do something with uh, PTSD or something along mm-hmm. those lines too, right? Yeah. So I am actually a co-founding executive of Quick Reaction Force 22 or QRF 22. Yeah. Um, depending on what you want to call us. It's really just easier to say QRF 22. Um, so we are a veteran suicide prevention charity. So I have my hands on a lot of different things. Yeah. But um, I'm really, really passionate with veterans. Yeah. And I just think that they deserve a lot more than what we give them. Yeah. So our goal is, you know, to help them the best of our ability. You know, we we went into this knowing that we can't save everybody, but if we're able just to help one person, you know, we made a difference because yeah. that one person that we made a difference with 
can then be like, these people helped me, you know, let me help you. Yeah. And it's a domino effect at that point. I mean, God, I hope we, you know, I know we've helped more than one person, but that, you know, yeah. helping one person, it domino effect. Yeah, exactly. So how did you get to be involved in that? Uh, my daughter's father. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was a really, really big part of why I started, you know, with the charity and just seeing what he goes through and, you know, seeing what a lot of my friends, you know, um, that are my age, my uh, daughter's father's a lot older than me, but, you know, seeing what my friends have gone through, you know, coming back, you know, after war, it, it it's changed them. Yeah. And they don't have, yeah, you have the VA, like, yeah, great, cool, you have the VA who just wants to fucking feed you pills and be like, here, you're happy yeah. now. That's not how it works. You know, it's it's a lot more than that and we wanted to be more than that for them so that's why you know we were out there for and we're out there to help any veteran that needs help you know if we can't help you we're going to refer you to someone that can help yeah. you you know th- that goes back to like shop stuff like if i can't help you i'm going to send you to someone that can yeah like, same thing with charities like hey you know what i can't really help you with financial assistance right now but i know this charity can so let me put you in the way of charity X. Yeah. And that's what we do. Temperatures dropped to 53. So I'm going to pause real quick to turn that heater on. All right. Hopefully uh, the noise isn't too bad, but I mean, I could go and do noise reduction afterwards. Anyway, you could still hear me. All right. All right. So um, where do we leave off? Uh, The helping the veterans. Mm -hmm. So, are you, do you still have a close relationship with your daughter's father or yeah. no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're so. best friends. I mean, great guy, awesome dad. I mean, we're so cool. It's awesome. I have nothing bad to say about him, like most people would say, but. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, how long has that been going on with, um, with the, QRF? The charity? Yeah. So, we've actually been a nonprofit for. Two years. Two years was December uh, was our official anniversary, but it's really been like three years. Just legally, it's been two. No, I I looked at it real quick the other day, and just from doing a, a quick look, you've got people all over the country that are part of it. So yeah, is so that... we are a nationwide charity. Yeah. So we're not just Indiana based. You know, I, one of my executives is in um, St. Louis, Missouri. The other one is Quantico, you know, at the military base yeah. up there. So we, you know, we're all over. Um, you know, our next step is just to create chapters, you know. So I have an Arizona chapter, a California chapter. Um, <laughs> just just, just so we can help more people. You know, our, our charity is still in its infancy. So it's still very new considering, yeah, we've only been around two years. But it, that's technically infancy yeah so we'll get there we'll be where we need to be and you know our our goal is to help over you know 100 veterans a year yeah it's a small number but in reality it's a big number yeah it really is um you know hell it's uh, a hell of a lot better than zero yeah so yep but what what's the statistic is it 22 a day 22 i do believe it dropped to 21 Last time I checked. No. Um, but I think 
22 is just pretty much it, it it's all burned in our brain is 22. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely crazy. Um, that's I've got a couple family members that you know I know it's affected and um, you know that I that I legit worry about because of that. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I guess everybody handles it their own way, yeah. and you, you can't you can't really force somebody to to get to help. do anything. Yeah. yeah, you can't. So you know, everyone handles trauma differently. Their brain receives trauma differently, and how they're going to handle it. No, no two people handle it the same. Yeah. So like. Um, Hypothetically speaking, my trauma is not your trauma. We could have probably been in the same car accident, but how our brains perceived it yeah. is two different two different realities. Yeah. So. So. Um, all right. So. What other good stories you got? Depends. Where you want to go with this? Anywhere. Ask. <laughs> oh, shit. Um. Well, I guess uh, stick with the basics here. Uh, favorite cigar. Tatooine J twenty one. All right. So yeah, not necessarily a story, but what what is it about that cigar that it, makes it your favorite? I smoke it pretty much every morning with my coffee, and it's such a rich cigar. Like the smoke is so creamy. So I'm a coffee snob. Yeah. Um, depending on the blend, like I really like to put. Heavy whipping cream and butter in my no. coffee. It just makes it really silky. Not too much where it's over the top, where it's overpowering the coffee itself. But that that cigar just pairs so well. because It's a really rich, creamy smoke. I get a lot of cocoa notes out of that cigar. I get a lot of leather notes out of that cigar. And on the end, I'm going to get an espresso finish. No. Um, will everybody get that? No, because everyone's palate is completely entirely different and not everyone's putting the same amount of whipped cream and butter in it exactly heavy whipping cream not whipped cream yeah yeah (laughs) there's a difference so (laughs) but yeah so that's that is like my perfect cigar yeah perfect cigar so um i think i have like three boxes at home yeah i have a problem (laughs) slightly um let's see so do you do much online ordering or no no i I imagine that well it it really don't have to it depends on what you say like online like do i order through like international thompson jr yeah uh not to dick them down no no absolutely not um I support, and nothing against them. Yeah. You know, like, they, they got to where they got because they know their business shit. Um, but I prefer smaller shops. Like, if Karma doesn't have it, well, I'm going to go. I, I want to say I order a lot through the Underground Cigar Lounge. No. Um, Don Wiggins and Mark Scott, like, and, you know, Chef Todd, like, they do a great job. Like, if I want, you know the new Lost Cows, or I want this, or I want the new Black Label Porcelain, well, I'm going to, you know, call up Don or call up Chef, who's ever at the shop, and be like, I want this. So is the Underground Cigar Lounge a 
a retail site or They're a retail store. Okay. So that was the store I was talking about earlier that puts on NFG. Yeah. And they they will ship to anywhere in the country. Yeah. You know, we have people that like literally come from Idaho, fucking potato land. Yeah. To come down in March and we all hang out. I mean, you know, uh, they also carry the Texas Yellow Rose. I know, like, I'm going to say this and everyone's going to order it. So, Don, don't let that happen. Save them all for me. Um, <laughs> but they carry, you know, the it's an exclusive for Texas yeah. that Crown Heads does. And they carry it and they ship it to me. Or if I want any black label, you know, I order it through them and boom. Have, you had, uh, have you had the Buckeye Land yet or no? I haven't. No? I haven't, but I can probably like bug Brian McGee or Miguel for one and be yeah. like, "So guys, That's, I just I just smoked my second one because uh, last time Miguel was in town, uh, I met up with him. Uh, he uh, he was doing the road show at Tobacco Land, uh-huh. and last this time he was here, is it Highland or Munster? Munster? Okay, it used to be Jukebox, um, but you know that was a long time ago. So, um, but last time he was here when he did the podcast here um i had him try some of the carolina reaper pickles that i make Ooh. and he loved them and he said you know next time i'm up uh-huh. you know i told him i'd save him a few jars so i had uh i, I threw a few jars in a box packaged them up like, and every night uh, and so i so they were ready to go because he said that he was going to ship them back to his house so i had them all all ready and packaged up for him and uh you know, we were talking about the Buckeye Land, and he, he gave me two of them. Because I've heard mixed reviews on it. Like, a lot of people absolutely fucking love that cigar. Yeah. Um, most of them hailing from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. It's buck- anything Buckeye, yeah. like they're going to be like... So, you know, I, I had two nights... Because I, I told him, I was like, yeah, mixed reviews. Uh, and so I smoked two of them. Uh, the first one I smoked a couple days after he gave them to me. You know, took notes on it, uh, and the second one I smoked just the other day. So about a month, about a month in between the two of them, um, and you know, it's I I definitely prefer the the Texas and the Tennessee, but it's not a bad cigar. It does fall a little flat, but. It could that, be that it's not aged yet. Yeah, like it needs a but little bit more. It's also it's another one of those cigars where you get so much more through the retro hail. Like for me, like if I'm smoking that cigar, I'm gonna retro pretty much the whole thing. You know, yeah. as, as much as my sinuses can take. Anyway, see, I don't like, and I'm probably gonna catch so much shit for that, but I don't come. Or I don't care. Well, I don't come. I don't wow. care. Don't. All right. <laughs> don't come for me. That's what I meant. Um, I'm not a fan of retrohaling. And it's mainly yeah. because I don't like, I don't like, I almost drowned as a kid. I don't no. like anything in my nose. No. I'm a weirdo. But like retrohale, like no. How old were you when you almost drowned? Like six. I grew no. up on a lake. Yeah. So no. <laughs> just how did just I got ended a, up? I'm deathly afraid of seaweed. Like, deathly afraid. If I see it, like, that's it. Like, full-blown panic attack in a boat. Like, no, I don't do seaweed. Yeah. I was in the lake, and I was swimming, and I got... Even though, like, seaweed didn't drag me down, because you can literally just pull it out. But it tangled around my foot, and I freaked out. Yeah. And I I pretty much almost killed myself. Yeah. (laughs) It was my own fault, yeah. Yeah, I 
I could imagine that being pretty traumatic at six. So, yeah. But, um, so no sushi for you then. Oh, I'll eat seaweed. I don't care. Oh. Like, <laughs> like, fuck you. You're going in my belly for almost killing me. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> Touche. Uh, what do you usually like to drink? Me? It depends. It depends. Like, if I'm getting drunk drunk, like... Like, I'm going out, I'm getting drunk. <laughs> like, yeah. It's Jameson. But if I'm, like, sitting at home, I'm chilling, I'm relaxing, it's going to be Angel's Envy, it's going to be Oban. If you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, Lagavalin, like, all that. Like, yeah. It really just depends on the atmosphere and where I'm at. Yeah, it's I got to go shopping, so I need more more suggestions, which... Oban! I'm, I'm glad I, uh, I'm glad I switched it up. I'm glad I switched it up and picked up the rum. This rum's good. Yeah. It is good. Yeah, it's, it's I, good I'm rum. definitely enjoying it. Diplomatico is really good, too. Yeah. Diplomatico. It's it's great. I love the fact that I grew up in a bar. Yeah. My mom owns one, so I'm like, hey. <laughs> so, as far as Cubans, what do you like in Cubans? Are there um, any specifics? or? So, for me, it's the different... Like, legit, like, legit Cubans. Like, not the bullshit Cubans that, like, are just mediocre. Um, the different flavor profiles you get out of them. Because they're not, to me, obviously, to each their own. To me, a Cuban should be very complex. It should not be, like, just consistent. The smoke should be consistent all the way through. Yeah. But the flavor should not be consistent. It should constantly change. No. And that's that's what I like. With a good Cuban, if the flavor is constantly changing, it's constantly keeping my attention, unlike most men, I'll stick with it. <laughs> so now, with that being said, will you drink while you're smoking a Cuban or no? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because who doesn't like alcohol? Well, yeah. But, I mean, when it comes to, you know, the different complexities and whatnot. It, yeah, no, I will. Um, so, I would like to say I have a pretty refined palate. Like, yeah. it's it's not unicorn by any means, but it's pretty refined. So, I can definitely depict between the alcohol notes versus the tobacco notes. Yeah. But it All does right. it does play a really big part because... When you're smoking something that's sweeter, you're going to pick up a little bit sweeter of notes within that cigar, you know, yeah. whether it be cocoa, whether it be espresso, whether it be floral notes, you know, as opposed to when I'm drinking scotch, you know, I'm going to get more oaky notes or more earth tone notes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really just. See, that's, I, for, for the most part, if I'm, if I do smoke a Cuban, I'm usually drinking coffee or water maybe maybe some black tea there you go cafe um, bustello have you ever had that? oh that's i my, my my black tea knowledge is as far as uh the the nestle pure leaf so yeah go Let ahead, me teach go you, ahead. Baby. G- give me give me Let dirty me looks teach you because no that's i i don't know um that's i'm just, like a tea whore yeah like i'm a coffee whore like that's not a bad type of whore <laughs> um <laughs> with all due respect to the whores out there um you know, so Cafe Bustello is like, it is like a household name in like Cuban households. That shit is so strong. Like, it is by no means like 
this like coffee from the Himalayas and it's yeah. this and it's it's so rich in lava soil like no none of that shit that shit is legit you brew it right like you put that in that old that old like you know French press oh yes but no like what is it I am not like it's not computing because I'm I'm what going on forty eight hours what, just of like a no sleep um percolator. Is that what it is? Where you put it on the stove and like it steams yeah, upwards? Yeah, bubbles up. There you go. Yeah, yes. that's the percolator. Don't mind me tonight. Forty-eight no, hours. Not, not no to be sleep. Con- not to be confused with the uh, French press. With the with the catchy song. Time for the percolator. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. You put it in that. Goddamn! You will have. It's like drinking crack. Yeah. In a good way. With all due respect to the crack users <laughs> out there. Um. It's a cheap crack high. Yeah. <laughs> But it's great. It's great. Like, especially for, like, the cost of it. Like, Cafe Bustelo's the shit. Yeah. The shit. Like, if you don't want to spend a pretty penny on coffee, there you go. All I think right. the most I've ever spent on, like, a pound of coffee is, like, 40 bucks. Jesus Christ. My coffee's not. $40 for a pound. Yeah. That's, I, I cringed. Um, I looked to reorder um, a specific brand. And it was like fi- basically fifteen bucks for a half pound. Oof. I was like, you know, it's good, but it's not that good. Like, not not to me. I mean, maybe maybe to other people it is, mm-hmm. but you know, again, maybe that goes back to my palate. You know, yeah. You know what? Who has really good coffee aside from like a lot of like the the cigar companies that are coming out with them? Black Rifle Coffee Company. I uh, see. I've heard of them. They do. So they're caffeinated as fuck. Like yeah. literally. That's what's called caffeinated as fuck. Is amazing. They're uh, better, and I'm literally just using the names that the coffee company comes yeah. up with. They're better than a blowjob blend. <laughs> There's probably nothing really better than a blowjob. I wouldn't know. I don't have a dick. Hypothetically speaking, I do, but <laughs> <laughs> that blend is so good. Like it's so silky. It's great. Uh, their AK47 blend is really. It's a veteran-owned coffee company. Yeah. But their their caffeinated as fuck is really good, and then their thin blue lime blend is really good. And if you order the thin blue lime blend, I think it's ten percent of the proceeds from every bag that's sold gets donated to families that lost, you know, their their husband or their wife in the line of duty. So that that's a really good one to check out. And their prices are pretty good for a pound of coffee. It's about fifteen bucks. See, for for a pound, that's not too bad. Yeah. Justifiable, yeah. But if especially you really... especially if it's going to a good cause. Oh, absolutely. You know. So, I mean, you're from around here, like obviously, I only grew up on like Jewel and Aldi, where I grew up at. But we have Strax out here. So Strax, like you know how like they have like their own coffee aisle. Yeah. So like the beans, like where you just like put in the bag. So mix the espresso blend with the Kona blend. And then, like, ground your beans up. Oh, my God. No. It's so good. So good. When you don't want to spend $40 on a pound of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So. so. I could do that. and be like, oh, yeah, $40, $40 for a pound of coffee is great. Man, $15 for that shirt? No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, $60 for a cigar? Oh, yeah, totally cool. Oh, no, $20 for those boots? Nah. Yeah, that's... Sixty dollars is the most I ever spent on a cigar, and it wasn't for me. So, it was um, for uh, Father's Day one year. It was 
Fair enough, though. Yeah. Fair enough. Dad, yeah. Dads matter. Oh, yeah. So what's the most expensive cigar you've smoked? I don't know. So Fair enough. Um, I'm going to be somewhat of a hypocrite here and say, you know, if not the best, one of the best cigars I've ever smoked was a Cohiba Esplendidos 2001. Okay. I could imagine that would probably be the most expensive, but I'm not sure because was that like it, it was sixty or eighty dollars retail. I don't know, but it was I gi- haven't it was gi- it, so. it was gifted to me through uh, Secret Santa last year. So, That's a good Secret Santa. Yeah. Shit, I usually get underwear for Secret yeah. Santa with Mike Belling's <laughs> well, face on them through. Uh, <laughs> Through uh, Cigar Geeks, we, you know, through that group, we, we do a Secret Santa every year. And, um, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but my, my lump of coal, and that was uh, the Chinese Finger Cuffs cigar. I have those. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I definitely still haven't smoked that. But I have a few. No. Yeah. I have the purple and the red still. I've got, I've got the purple. So I don't know the names from them other than it's purple and then one's red. And then yeah. Like I said, I don't know everything about cigars, but it's a purple and it's a red Chinese finger trap. Yeah. So. I have a few dogmas, too. A few different dogmas. I know yeah. at uh, IPCPR last year, um, there was an exclusive group that got their dogmas for them, and it was like, hey. So, have you just been to IPCPR once? or I've been to IPCPR, IPCPR. four times. Yeah four times that's i would definitely love to go um it's a shit show yeah and by like all, you know all due respect it's a really great shit show you literally go you know you're you're on the floor depending if you're a retailer or a vendor and you know from there you go back to your hotel room if you're a guy or a girl like if you're a girl you're gonna shower and redo all your makeup and get dressed six times before you figure out what you want to wear to dinner <laughs> <laughs> and you know, from dinner, then you go to the after party, and then you're up at the after party all night, and you're like, oh, shit, it's 6 a.m. I have to be up in two hours. I'm going to sleep for an hour. Get up, do it all over again for yeah. a week straight. Yeah. 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 Well, it's this year they cut it down to, what, four days? I'm pretty sure it's five days five. this year. And it run like, the last day is July 3rd. I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, literally, like, you're going to make it. So we fly home July 3rd or the 4th of July, and we're spending 10 times more on our plane tickets. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm a little peeved about that, but that's okay. It's it's worth it because we all get together as a family, and we just, it's it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I can imagine. So. Like, I had the Liga 10. I got the... So I got how the League of Ten before everybody else at IPCPR. So how is it? It's great. Is it? Uh, it's so great. It's I, it's, I it's a little bit comparable to the number nine. So what um, it, what what does it run retail? Because I, I know Karma won the lottery a couple weeks ago. The first lottery. Ago. There's a second lottery yeah. that just went out. So if I'm not mistaken, and this is going to vary state to state, yeah, um, because of the different tobacco taxes. Yeah, and Indiana has a high tax. I, not as high as Illinois in Cook County. No. Um, I want to say they were twenty six ninety nine no. for a double Corona. No. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know that we literally debuted them. We literally had a Drew Estate event, like our Christmas party. Yeah. And they were they got delivered right before the Christmas party, so we debuted them during the Christmas party. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it was so nuts. I'm. 
not 100% if it was like 26.99 or higher but yeah again that Some, really does vary that does vary on the tobacco oh, tax yeah cuz Illinois is a 36% we have a 24 Jeez. in Indiana and if you're in Illinois and if you're in Cook County you have an additional 31 cents uh, per stick yeah. on that 36%. And then if you're within the Chicago city limits, you have that 36 plus that 31 cent, 36% plus 31 cents, plus I think an additional, was it like 14 or 15% city tax yeah. on your cigar in Chicago? Yeah. Plus, if you get a cigar bag, it's an extra seven cents because oh, there's a bag tax. There's a bag tax if you go to Walmart in the city, though, too. That's crazy. That's no. Crook County for you. Yeah. So, um, if you don't mind, I'm going to pause again. I'm going to go tuck my son in. All right. So, yeah, it's a rare occasion that my son wants me to tuck him in, so I had to go do that. Get it? Babies come first, yep. always. So, um, I guess with that... Uh, how do we close it out? You want to plug your social media and everything, or um, sure. I mean, I, that, that's up to you. I don't mind. I mean, you guys can obviously find me on Facebook under Heather Sobel, or you can find me on Instagram under Sweet underscore the letter T underscore <laughs> McGee underscore official. So Sweet underscore T underscore McGee underscore, underscore official. official. I know it's long, but it's legit. All right. So, because ain't nobody else going to steal Sweet Tea McGee. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'd say obviously you, you work at Karma uh, mainly on the weekends. Uh, for, yeah, I did cut nights. back my hours a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, I'm there Wednesday morning and then Friday and Saturday night just for a little bit. It's a hiatus, but. Uh, gotta be a mom first. Yeah. So that comes first. But yeah. So on uh, Karma Cigar Bars in Maryville, Indiana, uh, look them up. Uh, you could also order online through them. Or call me on the phone and order over the phone. I got you. There you go. So, um, and once again, um, addresses. Send your address to Brian at the Herfcast. That's B R I A N at the com. And Heather's going to pick two random addresses to bomb with cigars. Um, I'm going to put this out on Friday. I'll give it two weeks. Okay. All right. Perfect. So that would be, uh, I guess we'll say uh, January 31st. That's easier. So uh, by January 31st and two random winners will get uh, a nice cigar package. Hey. So uh, find me. Herfcast podcast on Facebook, Instagram, um, and Twitter is the underscore Herfcast. Um, I think that's about it. Any questions, comments, suggestions, all that? Again, Brian at theherfcast.com. Sorry for my foul mouth. Oh, yeah. Not really. I'm not sorry. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, subscribe, rate, review on whatever platform you've got. And. Visit the website, theherfcast.com, and if you think it's worth it, go ahead and donate to my Patreon. That would be awesome. So have a good one. Till next time.